On today's The Witching Minute, Kevin, I wanted to highlight Vivian Lacher Michelson. Have you ever heard of this witch? Is this the Vivian from Dragon Age or no? No, <laughs> it's okay. from the originals. Okay, because I was like, I have a Vivian in mind for later in the future. I'm like, better not be my witch. But, it's but, not your witch, okay, good. Well, okay, so I'm not telling her about you about that. So who's yours? <laughs> so she's from the originals, and the reason I chose her is she is a werewolf witch hybrid. Oh, oh my. I'm going in the line with somebody else's theme about picking stuff for the episode. Look at you making show. I love it. <laughs> Uh, I taught you well. Oh. <laughs> well, that's cool. I need to check this out. Yeah, I haven't watched the originals either. Shh. <laughs> you know, well, it's, it's cool about Witching Minute is it is making you investigate and learn about new, you know, that's how I discovered Owl House and then I love Owl House now. So, you know. Yeah, you got us all addicted to that show. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> Nice to see you again. Mm-hmm. You put some clothes on. And you know what we did? We saw a fairy and she was very cute and she was sparkly and she was really, really pretty. It gets better, better, better. Hanging with the Hollowells. Wasn't that fun? All right, welcome to Hanging with the Hollowells. My name is Sean. I'm the Ultimate Charm newbie. And I'm Kevin, the Ultimate Charmed expert. And we are going through the original show episode by episode. Yep, 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 we are. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we are on Once in a Blue Moon. Oh, Once in a Blue Moon. (laughs) (laughs) And this aired on October 17, 2004, written by Deborah J. Fisher and Erica Messer, directed by John T. Kretschmer. Yes, yes. Well, and Kevin, what? I said it's about werewolves, and it's about werewolves. Well, I, I, you did guess that last week, though, too, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paige and Phoebe are talking girl stuff at the dining table. Piper comes in and surprises an orb out of Paige. Piper admits that she's been keeping a secret. She tells Phoebe and Paige that Leo killed Zola. As Paige makes a snarky comment, Piper accidentally blows up a light bulb without looking at it. Leo orbs in. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So their powers are crazy wonky. Yeah, because this is the first time that Piper is not making eye contact with something, right? So that's why it's a big deal. It's super weird because it's like things are blowing up. It's like, oh, okay. It's, yeah, it's like, did you do that? It's like, yeah, whatever. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It has to do with emotions or some shit. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I love Paige, though, with her ice cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believe that was her favorite flavor. I don't remember what it was. Oh, fish food. Fish food of ice cream. That's her favorite flavor in real life. Ew, what's that? I forget. It's called fish food with a P. Like, oh, the P. Oh, (laughs) but it's like (laughs) P-F-I-S-H. That's so cute. I love that. But well, I'll have to look up the flavor and get back to you on that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But it's, it's, it's nothing to do with real fish. I think it's less like chocolate and stuff. Right. 
Um, but yeah, yeah. How do you feel about the uh, Leo stuff? Like how they reacted to the Leo stuff? Um, I think the sisters have been through so much that they just seem like, oh, of course Leo's doing that. How do we fix it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll, I'm gonna get to it a little bit later, maybe at the end. But I have some thoughts about that. Oh, fish food! It's chocolate ice cream with gooey marshmallow <laughs> swirls, caramel swirls, and fudge fish. Oh, so there's a little fi- chocolate fish in there. How cute! With a P. <laughs> that sounds very cute. P P H I S H. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ben and Jerry's. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> cool. So cool. Okay. Two. Two. The elders suspect Leo of killing Zola and plan to assign a new white lighter to the Charmed Ones. Leo goes to the new white lighter, Danny, who is meditating under a blue moon, and tries, without success, to talk him out of his new assignment. Shortly after, Danny is mauled by three wild beasts. At magic school, the elders heal Danny and suspect Leo of the attack. Oh, yeah, I love seeing Piper just destroy everything. I think it's funny. (laughs) <laughs> it is funny I still think see I still think that Leo should be held account- accountable for Zola because both everybody here is kind of treating it like this pressure under the rug it was an accident it was not a big deal but really he was the older, only elder I liked like why couldn't he have killed Odin here like he's douchey and annoying you know we had <laughs> our Uncle Phil who was like really nice yeah, and I'm still mad. I'm still bitter about it. <laughs> yeah, and I felt like the way Piper told the sisters is Leo did it accidentally, which I thought, like you said, it really felt like it was just swept under the rug. Right. I think it would have been really much better if, you know, Leo came clean about it and tried to make amends for it or something. Um, but this whole like secret Leo, I don't know. I don't yeah. Like <laughs> so, yeah, he, they just make it seem like it's not as important of a de- big deal as it really was and it's weird because i'm not a fan of the elders and they say that they're not a fan of the elders but it's just like that one time i don't know it wasn't right (laughs) uh cool (laughs) okay let's talk about the elephant in the room those werewolves kevin (laughs) i know i know i mean i told you this was one of my least favorite episodes and they're a big reason why (laughs) really they just didn't do it for you at all no i mean the look of them, the point of, like, I mean, I don't want to get into it until we really get to the end, but because <laughs> you, ta- you taught me that. Don't give your opinion until the end of the show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, the um, of course, I did a precursor last episode. I said this one is not one of my favorites. So um, I just say that, you know, they don't like the werewolves. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Back at the manor. Piper is burning muffins, the most delicious and coveted of all the brunch foods. (laughs) (laughs) Leo walks in just as Piper gets mad and indirectly destroys the smoke alarm. Leo asks about the new white lighter who had not shown up yet, probably because he's wolf poo by now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love that you have coveted in here because I always think of that charmed episode, Lost and Bound. He's like, I'm coveted. Tyler, coveted. What's that mean? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm also just throwing shade back on our book because I thought it was so funny again that Paige was like, 
oh, I'm so excited for brunch. I want to get a smoothie and a muffin. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, I know. The most coveted. <laughs> uh, you know what, though? Leah looks real good in this episode with that scruff. Yes, he do. Oh, I'm like, I love that scruff on him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Five. Back at magic school, Leo orbs in to find Odin. Oh my god, Odin is so horrible. We hate him so much. And other white letters. F- oh, other. Uh, oh yeah, other white letters fussing over the white letter who was attacked and is not Wolf Poo. <laughs> Damn it, Sean, get your life together. <laughs> <laughs> Do you write these as you watch the episode? Is that why it's like surprising to you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like, oh, man, I was all wrong. (laughs) I'm so glad you read that one, not me. (laughs) Yeah, it makes it more fun. (laughs) Odin insinuates, oh, I love that word, that Leo is responsible for the attack. Oh, no. (laughs) I thought it was funny, though, right here when um, – I don't remember exactly who says it, but they're like, what if it was a dark lighter who did this? And they're like, oh, it couldn't be a dark lighter. But Does it then, look like a dark lighter to you? <laughs> right. But then he had scratches and stuff on him. So I'm like, why would it be like, a white lighter right. any more than it would be a right. dark lighter? Does it look like I did this? Like, right. it's not lightning bolts. <laughs> <laughs> He's not burnt ash. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not my handiwork. Gotta look for Zola for that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Piper checks in on attention whore baby Chris. Paige and Phoebe ambush her and and all her if it's the right and ask her if it's the right time for Leo to move back in with everything that's going on. Piper blows up flowers, scaring Paige and causing her to orb. Leo orbs in and appraises the sisters of the white lighter sitch. (laughs) (laughs) What's a sitch? I thought poor Rose McGowan looked kind of tired in this episode. You know, she was up all night being a werewolf. Why not? Right? That's true. (laughs) (laughs) You know, she didn't get her beauty sleep on the blue moon. Nope. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. That's spoiling it. Oops. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. You didn't watch this episode yet. I know. God. (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) Maybe it was the sh- all the sugar from yeah. the fish food. <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. Phoebe goes to talk to Leslie, who is leaving the paper soon. They are attracted to each other, but he is moving to Los Angeles and then to Philadelphia. And her activities as a witch constantly interfere with their relationship. I didn't write that one. No. <laughs> It's it's so, it's so dull. I knew it. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Are you a horoscopes person? I I well, it depends. I cause I'm all about astrology and I'm all about zodiacs. But horoscopes, you know, depending on who writes it, could be like hit and miss because it could be someone who's just making something up for that paper. You know what I mean? Oh, I want I like a, I want a, I want like a real like a professional giving me my horoscopes. If that makes sense. That makes sense. Like you know, because I used to write. Uh, the little school paper when I was in eighth grade, I was like an editor of that paper. <laughs> and, we, we had, and, we had, 
Yeah, and we had a horoscope section. I would just make stuff up. I'm just, I'm like, I'm, I don't know horoscopes. So it's just, like, here's your horoscope for the month or whatever. So, you know, it could be, a, <laughs> so it depends on where it's coming from, where the source is. There were people in your high school living off those horoscopes and you were just making them up? <laughs> yes, God. Wow. <laughs> Ta-da. I wonder how much you altered reality. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, that'd be, that'd be interesting to see these people like going off of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm watching this happen, and I'm watching Leslie be like, "Dude, I'm moving," and Phoebe like, "So we can make it work." Like, which side are you on in this? Oh, I mean, there's always this argument, and I mean, I don't have much experience with it, but I, I feel like nowadays it's a lot easier. Maybe back in this time, I and mean, the internet was still there, but I don't know. I think it's it's possible as long as you make special moments to get together every now and then. It doesn't have to be every day, but you can still like talk long distance and then make special trips every once in a while and keep it going, you know? Yeah, I think it would be hard for me in this case since they're like barely just getting to know each other. I was kind of... They're real new. They're real new. For them, it wouldn't work, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't (laughs) do it for something like that. I have to like be invested. (laughs) Yeah, it's, if you're like dating for a few years and then you're like taking a little break where someone focuses on their career and then you're gonna get married later, that's a little bit more more forgiving to do it that way. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, them, you know, they never they never had that that real you know prime you know concrete connection, I suppose. Yeah. Paige goes to check out Agent Brody. He walks out of his apartment and she orbs in. He walks in and Paige, jumpy, (laughs) briefly orbs. He admits that he has been following the Charmed Ones and knows about them being witches. He warns her of a new power rising like none ever seen before. Oh. I love Agent Brody's character so much, Kevin. I'm so into him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's really refreshing because um, a lot of people really hate him. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if people watch the show, they they think he's just really hard to – to love but maybe that's because he's still he's he's in a good place right now so maybe that's why <laughs> now i know that <laughs> sorry <laughs> i didn't say anything about him i'm just saying you know what people think but still but so you're shipping him and page huh yep i'm shipping him and page they're sexy together interested <laughs> i'm not your social experiment <laughs> it's so hard it's so hard like knowing things and like wanting to talk about things that you don't know yet uh. Uh. cool well i'm glad yeah in this episode brody israel kind of he's really fun like he still has a like an eeriness to him he still has got like a little bit of a mystery you know but you know he's definitely opening up more you, you get to experience you know you get to hear a little bit about his past and you know he's uh he's being really nice to Paige, so <laughs> you know okay, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens later. Um, anyway, Piper checks the book of shadows regarding the attack on the White Lighter, but finds nothing. Piper proposes setting a trap for the beasts. A new White Lighter, Marcus, is in the attic. 
Phoebe mentions the blue moon, and Paige remembers reading about blue moons in Book of Shadows, something unspecified if there are two blue moons in a year, which happens once every 50 years. As the blue moon rises, the sisters transform into the beasts and attack Marcus. Oh, God. The sisters, <laughs> the sisters awaken to find themselves trapped in their own crystal cage. Paige orbits a crystal away. Oh, she, she just makes that crystal fly out the window. She doesn't just orbit away. It's like gone. <laughs> She's like, oops. <laughs> and the sisters escape. They realize that they must have attacked Marcus. Oh, no. What have we done? We're just as bad as Leo killing the elders now. Now we're attacking white letters. Oh, no. Oh, well, let's brush this under the rug. But, but not only that, when she throws the thing out the window, the charm, it randomly hits a cat. <laughs> we just started laughing. We're like, was that necessary? And what's the cat flying? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's a flying cat. You just knocked the just knocked the cat out of the air with your crystal. How dare you? Oh, love it. Super cat. Super cat. Oh. And what is this with the sisters being werewolves? This came out of left field. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is why this is your favorite episode. It's I, I love this episode so much. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so and it, it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense like okay so they have the blue moon and so they say you know it happens every 50 years and you know it's supposed to weaken the bonds of witches and it's supposed to make the powers volatile and unpredictable okay i can buy that but why did why do they turn into beasts there's no explanation they never explain that at all that doesn't make any sense i don't get it i don't get it <laughs> It's like maybe you can agree that maybe because you're PMSing over the elders, maybe you're thinking too much about Leo and you're just mad. I, I just, I just, I don't know. So yeah, in another fifty years, when they turn into beasts, they'll be old lady beasts, and I don't know. They'll just have to like lock themselves up. Will they remember by then? Maybe they'll be senile, and then they'll just go on a rampage, and then that's the end. That should be the reunion movie. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Oh, God. I like the anyway. way you tried so hard to hold inside, like, I don't want to complain <laughs> about this werewolf part, and then it all just came out. It all just came out like a big fart. <laughs> <laughs> it, it did. I couldn't hold it back anymore. <laughs> the tension was rising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Breath. Okay. <laughs> back at magic school, grumpy old Odin is all pissy with Paige because they didn't protect Marcus. Paige makes any excuse to hide that she's apparently a witch wolf. Odin warns that the new power is closer than ever and elders will most likely be the new target. Paige says she's going to go try to get more info from Brody. She admits to Leo that they are the wolves. That is all. Leslie is looking all hot and brooding at the cafe. This is like the repeat of the scene from uh, ch- uh, Charmed when he's like, Phoebe, where are you? Uh, but uh, it's, just, it's a repeat. He's like, I'm going to lay my Monday down. I'm going to leave. I'm going to roll my eyes. Exactly the same. But he is really cute. And then <laughs> he gets frustrated that Phoebe isn't there and starts leaving just as he she runs up looking. <laughs> I love that, you know, it's the very boob. Because I have that... <laughs> 
<laughs> I have that in my notes. I have notes here. I said, Phoebe boobies. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's like, Leslie. <laughs> jingle, 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 jingle. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I love it. Uh, oh God. Okay. Phoebe chases after Leslie as he storms away. Oh, okay. Yeah. Leslie boobies. He's mad that she won't tell him why she's always late, but then she'd have to admit being a witch. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. And she, I mean, it's like, it's very apparent in that scene, but then after, for the rest of the whole episode, when she's wearing that outfit, I keep looking at her boobs the rest of the episode. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh yeah, oh, that was a good scene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I used to, actually. You know what's funny? Back in junior high, I used to know her bra size. What? That's so random. <laughs> I don't know how I found this out. I think it was like thirty-four C. I think. Wow. I don't remember if that's my memory cooking in, but if that is right, I do, I do have a really good memory in general. So, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, that's, I don't know. How did I know that? I don't know how I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Must have found it online somewhere. Yeah. Weirdo. Anyway, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Little 15 year old me for whatever how old I was. Yeah. Back at Brody's place, Brody tells Paige of some beings that had power, went away, and are trying to come back. These beings killed his parents when he was five years old. Oh, yes, the sensitive moment for Brody. You find about his past. And they just, like, completely condense that down into those things right there. He had yeah, power, he was, went I mean, away, and are trying to come back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, like, a pretty lengthy scene, you know. He's just like, well, let me tell you all about Brody here. My parents died when I was five years old. Uh, here's what happened, you know. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, very sensitive. <laughs> Which is why I love Brody. I love Brody. I love Brody. <laughs> Shout it from the rooftops. <laughs> hey, is going to hate. Hate is going to hate. Yes, well, it's fine. We'll see what I think about him when the season's over. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Well, it'll be interesting to see if how it changes or if it stays the same or if it grows. You know, it'd be, I'll be curious. It'll grow. Uh, it'll grow. I know I know. at least for um, episode eight. When we get to episode eight, I think you'll really love him in that episode. But I'm not spoiling anything. <laughs> okay, okay. But yeah. I do really like that they're setting up this overarching villain for the season because that was one of my only earlier complaints with the show that we didn't get yes. the overarc. And th- and this whole season is start it's it's very much a very overarching thing right from the beginning. You know, a little bit of revelation every time, and there's a common you know goal. Yeah, mm, I know. See, <laughs> I'm glad that we're getting finally what you've been looking for. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I love that out of. Anywhere else to sit in that room possible. A whole length of couch. Paige sits uncomfortably atop a table filed high with items. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's like, let me just sit here. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, your, in your man cave space, whatever this is. In your laboratory. <laughs> laboratory. <laughs> laboratory. Oh, laboratory. Uh, <laughs> Cool. Yes. Now, when do we get to the blood? Is this the blood? She, she does. She takes his little, like, oh, she, chemistry yeah, set. Yeah, she did just take it, huh? Yeah, I think it's there. And why doesn't it say anything about how she tests his blood? 
He's like, he's like, test my blood. He's like, are you a demon? He's like, no, test my blood. <laughs> <laughs> and I have stuff to say about blood. That's why I'm waiting for it to happen. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to just assume that it's happened now. Because <laughs> I believe that's when it happened. And only you're, because I'm this much of a charmed expert, I think I'm the only one that would notice this and that would tell you this. <laughs> There's an hierarchy, 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 hierarchy. There we go. <laughs> um, demon blood. So well, let's see. Warlocks, we know, don't bleed. So if he was a warlock, he wouldn't bleed at all. You know, they prick his finger and no blood, which is interesting considering that you know warlocks might have started off as humans. So maybe when they turn warlock, they don't they lose that ability to need blood. I don't know. But anyway, then there's lower level demons that that bleed green. Those blood splatters, and then there's the upper level, upper level demons that bleed red. So, from the initial thing, he could have been demon, but then she tested up, she you know, did the chemistry set and noticed that it doesn't have any double helixes or something. So, or triple helixes, and so now they're like, okay, you're human. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, now you got some info, behind the scenes info on charmed. Wow. Demons. Yeah. From size <laughs> to demon order. We're getting it all today. Yep. Scientifics. <laughs> <laughs> oh! You know what I noticed, too, in this episode? What? Paige is not wearing her signature necklace. It's a different necklace. Oh. I did not even notice that. Oh, I noticed right away. I'm like, that's not her normal <laughs> necklace. She she's been wearing this that necklace since season five with the little little cross and the little emeralds in it. This is like has the same colors, but it's like a heart with like little little design in there. It's not the same. You didn't you couldn't trick me. I got you. <laughs> so I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, and when they turn into beast, don't you think they should be naked? Don't you think they should rip over their clothes? Yeah, but I'm always an advocate for that. I know. I just. I feel like. This, like. I don't think their clothes morph. You, they can't. Like that's just weird. But <laughs> anyway, I guess we continue on. I just had some things to think about. <laughs> Thirteen. Three floating heads, such as have been taunting Leo, transform into the avatars. <laughs> they are revealed. They are revealed. They are out here. Okay. They come to a demon. To try to turn Leo away from his family, the demon comes and possesses Leo. Oh, so we got possessor demon with these avatar people. Oh, do you recognize these people? I do, and I couldn't think of from where. Didn't they show up at the end of an episode real quick? Oh, well, this is the first episode they've appeared in season seven. Oh. But they actually first appeared way back in season five. What? Way back in season five, Sam I am. Um, actually, the only one that we saw, only Alpha, the, the Joel Sweeto guy with the beard, the little salt and pepper beard, mm-hmm. he was the only one that appeared before. The other two are new characters. But um, we had um, Joel Sweeto up here, and he came to Cole in Sam I am, and they're trying to get them to Cole to join them. And then in Centennial Charmed, he eventually joins them and becomes an avatar, and that's what made him make his alternate reality oh, dimension. Oh, that's how where I okay. Wow, that's a really good detail. 
Yes. So it's it's cool that they're bringing them back. You know, they weren't just a minor thing for that. You know, it's like there's, they got other plans. Yeah. And so when we watched Centennial Charmed for that uh, bonus episode, it'll be fun to see the players. Okay, I see what you did there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> yes. Mm. Back at the manor, it is now the last night of the blue moon, and the sisters prepare to cage themselves. Leo, however, has been behaving strangely, and Piper suspects him. Leslie shows up to apologize just as Leo attacks Piper, but she escapes, and he orbs to magic school to attack the elders. The sisters throw potions and free Leo, but the elders are still angry. The sisters transform into the beast, but the elders fight them off. Mm-hmm. This, like, neck crack tell that he does is so disturbing. <laughs> it's one of those, it's one of those uh, character quirks that, you know, so you know that's not Leo, it's this demon. But yeah, it is super weird. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, when the, when the demon does it itself, I didn't mind as much because he's just like a guy we never see. But when Leo does it, that face he makes, I'm like, yeah, Ugh. I'm like I don't, I think the heebie-jeebies over here. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's this cool lightning battle, which is so like Star Wars, right, Kevin? Star Wars, we like Star Wars, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> lightning, I like lightning. <laughs> <laughs> and we got the treat of seeing these beautiful wolves again. Oh, oh, these wolves. <laughs> and, and like, you know, like, you know, what's funny is they tried not, to, they tried to make the the shots very close up and very quick. So you, they like tried to hide how bad they were. Mm-hmm. There's one shot in the attic when they attacked the uh, Marcus elder, which I thought was okay. Cause they were, they were from a distance and they think they were, it was okay. It kind of looked like Scooby-Doo <laughs> from the Scooby-Doo movie, but, um, most of the time, it's just weird. And then when they get zapped with the lightning, I'm like, oh, they get all discolored and weird. Like, that's <laughs> like, ooh. It's like, they need to remaster this stuff. Yeah. But you know what's funny, though, is they actually wanted to originally make them look like the Wendigo, kind of. They kind of the same technology, make them werewolves like the Wendigo. And, like, make practical effects. Um, but it was too expensive. They couldn't afford it at the time, apparently. And uh, especially since they would have to do three of them instead of one person. Oh, yeah. But, but still, I'm like, oh, just think of what that would have looked like. Gorgeous. It would have made it your Gorgeous. favorite episode. <laughs> I mean, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just what I would need. Yes, my favorite episode. Although I would probably would have liked the look and I would have been like, cool, to have seen where else represented because representation matters. Oh, jeez. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> Fifteen. All is cleared the next morning when the sisters tell a shocked Odin that it was it was because of the blue moon that they became those beasts. The sisters find the demon and try to interrogate him, but one of the floating heads vanquish vanquishes him. Oh snap! Oh snap! He's like, tell us who. She's like, tell us who did you? No, they'll kill me. Like, yeah, but if you don't tell us, we'll kill you. So either way, you're dead. <laughs> and so. <laughs> He, they got they got a little information out of him, and then he lightning bolted eyes his vanquishing. Yeah, yeah, and just as bad as the werewolves looked, that lightning bolt out of the head thing looked really bad. 
I mean, the heads in general looked not the greatest, but I think because they were so floaty and it didn't, it's not as obstructive to me, like not as annoying to me than the werewolves were. Mm-hmm. But um, but the heads don't always look the best either. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I think okay. I think some opinions are gonna okay. I think some opinions are gonna come out right here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but this werewolf story seemed really rando. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we get more explanation. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, I hope we get more explanation. It just came out of nowhere. Like, by the way, every 50 years you turn into werewolves. And like, why would Graham's not tell him about it? Wouldn't she just pop down and be like, by the way, this happened to me? Yeah, you know, and maybe it didn't happen to her. Maybe it was only them. Mm, true. We don't know. It doesn't make any sense. And there's never any explanation about it. This is the only time we see it. This is the only time it comes up. Nobody ever talks about it again. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I knew that was going to bring it out of you. <laughs> but on a, a happy note, like, it is still really cool to see Piper freeze someone. And then, like, the way she unfroze just his head, th- those were cool effects. Mm-hmm. And she's done that before. Do you remember? I do, but I couldn't tell you the exact episode. Krell, a Zoltar in Sleuthing with the Enemy, season three, episode eight. Oh. Love it. Mm-hmm. That was the first time she did it. She, you know, proves like, like, he's like, can you just like try unfreezing just his head? She's like, I don't know if I can do that. Like, sure, I'll try. <laughs> and he's like, and he's, and this is, he's, this, she, cause Prue flung him. So he was like flying. She, and then she froze him mid fling. So it was really cool because he was like in the air and then his head was just, you know, in there. It was, that's a, it was a really cool effect. Mm-hmm. So, oh. Uh, be fun to compare the two. Yeah, good idea. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Paige calls Brody to update him on the situation. She should have all the info to him, even though we can't be sure he's good yet. Brody seems to not know as much as he lets on. He cutely says he's glad Paige is okay, who cutely says thanks. <laughs> thanks. Cute. Yeah, and I'm glad that that became like a thing throughout this this episode that Paige just is blindly trusting Brody. She doesn't even know him. She's like, it's okay, you're cute, and you had a sad story, so. <laughs> I know, especially when you think about the next episode. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I, I trust him. I mean, I'm going to talk about yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, we haven't watched it. <laughs> she haven't watched it yet. This is it. Mm, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh you know what's funny i didn't, didn't mention this but you know what this episode kind of reminded me of you know i'm bringing it back to buffy even though i haven't watched a lot of buffy but it reminded me of oz seth green parallels with him turning into the werewolf you know after you have they have to like contain him i can see that definitely huh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm like oh yeah this feels like that it's like i'm gonna trap you in the cage overnight so you don't go attack anybody and you know I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which one are we on? 17. Leslie leaves the newspaper and Phoebe returns to work. Leslie and Phoebe share a long goodbye and a more succinct, succinct breakup than the last one. Leslie leaves. Oh. <laughs> are we talking about the last time with him or the last time with Jason? With Jason. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah, this is, I mean, I mean, she dated him for a lot less, but it's definitely clearer. I'm not saying maybe we'll come together again later. Maybe we'll just take a break. Yeah. It <laughs> wasn't a like... break. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
we were on a break. Uh, yeah, and the uh, first thing that came to mind when I was watching this, Kevin, you're going to like this. I thought of this is the end of the sweet sugar candy man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my love. I know you are my candy man. Oh, my love. What is my command? Okay. <laughs> Random factoid for the longest time, I thought they were saying, um, take me to bouncy land, like bouncy, like sex, like bouncy, bouncy, oh. but it's bounty land. Bounty land, yeah. Tea. <laughs> My candy land from bounty man is coming here to get me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, good. Yeah, this is this is Leslie's last episode. Oh, already? Already, oh. just the six, okay. and I well, and it's before season seven started. Back in the day when this was airing, I knew before season seven even started that he was only contracted for six episodes, so it wasn't a big surprise to me. And and so it's weird because I didn't want to spoil it for you, you know. But I was like, when I started season seven, I knew his what his time up was, you know. Yeah, I figured since he's Nick Lachey, and since like I didn't know that he was ever on the show, I figured he wasn't going to be on. For super long, but six episodes did seem pretty brief. Yeah. Of course, you know, he got longer than a lot of other guest stars. So I guess, you know, be grateful. Yeah. <laughs> this was this is his first, like, real acting dive. So I'm like, you, you good for you. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back at magic school, Piper lets Leo know she has also seen Caitlyn Jenner. Leo <laughs> says he isn't coming home. He's too much of a danger to the family as long as the head people are after him. Yeah, the head people. The head people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm not coming home. I'm not going to make it for dinner tonight. How sad. Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah, it is super sad. Oh, Okay. But yeah, <laughs> so worth the wait? Hell no, this one wasn't worth the wait. What was this garbage? <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that you didn't love it because I warned you. I did. It was such a it's, stupid It's like twist. so different from. <laughs> yeah, it's such a huge departure from what we've been getting from season seven so far and what we get for the rest of season seven. It's just, uh it bothers me. Yeah. But I I do have to say, watching it again, it wasn't as bad as I always make it out to me. I mean, because, like, the werewolf stuff is still bad, but there are still some nice scenes sprinkled in there that, you know, make it worth it to, to you know, get those moments. Like the Brody stuff and, you know, the the, the Piper and Leo stuff are kind of nice. And, you know, you get the cool, like, uh, demon possessor scenes. So that stuff is, is neat. And there's some really nice stuff surrounding it. But just the core of this episode doesn't make hit the mark right <laughs> is it time for notes yes i don't think i have a lot of notes but let's see the wb used the promo title blue moon okay <laughs> <laughs> um oh the wb used clips of the big bad wolf from happily ever after in the trailer for this episode i do kind of remember that it's always they always show like the wolf like when he's about she's about to attack ta- uh Grams and Piper. Okay. And it's like Arr, I snarl, I snarl. <laughs> oh right oh no, it's it was right before I think it was when he was gonna attack Leo and Piper and Grams have already been eaten and it's right before she blows up the 
the wolf. Anyway, yeah, that was that. Um, oh, I talked a lot about this stuff. Piper turned into Wendigo. Yep. Uh, oh, here's fun. In this episode, it is hinted that Magic School is located somewhere near the Golden Gate Bridge as the sisters look through the windows and see it. So like, oh. It is also believed to be floating in the sky. So Magic School is floating in the sky, just like probably in the water by the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> oh, so totally sure. seeable, huh? Sure. Maybe it's invisible. Maybe it's like Wonder Woman's jet and it's just like floating in there next to the bridge. In the we'll <laughs> go with that. Okay. <laughs> of course, you know, then you have a door to Magic School from your house. So that's another. It's just weird. Magic School. It's weird to me too. I I complain about that all the time, but yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, this is the first time since Oh My Goddess that Piper actually refers to Leo as her husband. Wow, that is kind of a step in you know two things. Interesting, yeah. And I never would have thought about that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, na na na. Okay, that's all. I, that's all that was really important for that. Okay. Okay. Kevin, you know what time it is? What time is it? You Tool time. Some, no. no, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> it's time to uh, put some people on some list. Fuck, marry, or kill. It's time to play everybody's favorite game. Fuck, marry, or kill. We are gathered here today. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Okay. So first, Alpha, played by Joel Swatow. Yes, Alpha. You know, he is pretty daddy, you know? I don't know. He's got, he's, his eyes are a little, like, scary to me, but also, like, intriguing. <laughs> it's a weird mix. But I do like that scruff. <laughs> um, so I'm going to put him, I'm going to put him on my fuck list. Yeah. Um He's not going to go very high, but he's on there. Let's see. Let's put him under uh, Reznor. Oh. Yeah. That makes him number seven on your list. Yes. And I'm actually, I was close. I was close to putting him on my list, but I'm not going to. He's not my type. Okay. All right. (laughs) After Alpha, we have Beta, played by Patrice Fisher. I follow her Instagram, and she recently posted a video of her at the gym and trying to come out of the gym. Trying to come out of the gym, and she's like, oh, it's so weird looking at myself while I'm at, here in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But uh, let's see. Where would I put her? She's a cute girl. Um, It's weird because, like, back in the day, I really hated her. <laughs> I was like, oh, no one cares about her and this whole avatars. But um, she's cute. I put her, I mean, actually all, the, actually, all these avatars are cute, and I think about it. I really like Gamma, too. Um, but where should I put her? I'm going to put her under, I'm going to put her above Alpha. Oh, above. And she does not make my list. But what about Gamma, Ian Anthony Dale? He's the cutest of the bunch. Oh, my gosh, Gamma is so cute. Uh, oh, gosh, yeah. Yo, yeah, yeah. He's going to go. Let's see. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna put him above Lord Dyson. Oh wow, that makes him number five on your list. Okay, how many do I have now? Do I have a full list yet? Have, for fuck, you have ten. 
Oh my gosh! All those avatars get on my list. <laughs> I'm curious to see if, how many of the avatars last, but uh, yeah. And I'm going to put Gamma on my list too for the same reason you did right under Lord Dyson. Oh, right under. Yes. All right, how about Danny, played by TJ Thine? I sign to the. I commit, submit to thine power. There we go. <laughs> like, what am I trying to say? <laughs> oh, Danny boy. <laughs> and that was the um, white letter, right? Uh, yes. With the curly hair. I don't know. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. <laughs> No, <laughs> you kill him. Okay. He needs to be. Excuse me. He should be mauled by beasts, I suppose. All right, and our last contestant is Marcus, played by John Ross Bowie. The other white lighter, the other white meat. Uh, <laughs> um, no, he just seems kind of bitchy and whiny to me. I can't, I can't get with all that. So he has to die too. <laughs> Well, maybe this says something about me, but I'm putting him on my fuck list. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, he's not bad looking. He's just, I couldn't, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where's he going to go on the list? Under Reznor. So that makes him number eight on the list. Okay. So I'll do the pirate. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all for our list today, but. Hallywags, if you could work on your list for us, we'd love to do that social experiment again. Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, yeah, we'll go to the next episode now. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. So uh, the next episode, what do you think the next episode is about? It's called Someone to Witch Over Me. I think it's about this... Uh, demon that collects guardian <laughs> angels to get more powerful oh my gosh are you psychic <laughs> Kevin <Whoa. laughs> tell the children the truth I already watched it I already watched it it's a two for a day surprise Kelsey, yeah Kevin will be at Disney World next week so we are recording two episodes to give her a break yeah yeah. But yeah, you don't get you don't get that till next week, so right. sucks to be you. No, just <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no, it'll be just as great next week as you know. <laughs> We're just doing it early, it's all. <laughs> all right, and my main focus right now, besides my podcast, is check me out on uh, threadless.com. I just put up Ewok. I'm Ewok. Ewok? <laughs> yes. I already got a sale yes. on it because it's so cute. It's so cute. So cute. <laughs> and where do you want people to find you, sir? Oh, you can find me at Words of the Witches, the other podcast, and then uh, where we do the books. Yeah. And then KGZ87. <laughs> you know, the drill, all that stuff. Yeah. Woo-hoo. You have a drill? Woo-hoo. Oh, I do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Only the only few get to see it, though. Okay. Well, gee, that's not true. I like to lots get to see it, but still. <laughs> oh. You know, stories for another time. For another time. All right, well, see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday.